Hey, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 73, Fertility Empowerment Show, Staying Hopeful When You Feel There Is None, with Elizabeth King, Certified Fertility Coach and Life Coach. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel in YouTube and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power. Today, um, I have a very special guest, Elizabeth King. She's a holistic certified life coach and fertility coach. Uh, She is with us today and she has a very interesting story about her own IVF, IUI and uh, together fertility journey. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome to our podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Great. So tell me about your story. How did you end up to be a life coach and fertility coach? What was your story behind it? Okay. So I started my life coaching journey actually when I was um, just turned 30 and I had just gone through a divorce and we had gone through two to three years of couples therapy and realized that we were walking out of there and my ex-husband at the time or my husband at the time now ex-husband was saying he felt like that was divorce therapy and i had to agree with him nobody was really bringing us closer together no one was giving us action items to work on our marriage everyone was kind of just listening to our story and sending us onto our way and we were no better off when we went inside other than being able to speak our piece And so I had met a life coach at the time, and it really wasn't a common thing back then. And she had told me that it was more based on actions. And I was like, I I love, I'm a planner. I love having an action. You tell me ABC and I'll do it. You know, anything to get results is what I wanted to do. And I always loved accountability. And you know this now, Hente. (laughs) Um, And so I just thought, sign me up for that. So I researched different certifications and I went for it. And I really felt in my heart that it was my purpose to be serving people as a life coach and just helping them through their path. Fast forward 10 years, let's see, to 2018, I had just suffered my second miscarriage, I believe it was. And after my first and through the process of spending time in the fertility clinics, I just, I really felt like there was such a lack of support for women that was, that were going through fertility in all different ways. And it's such a life changing experience for you and your spouse and so emotional, probably the most emotional experience I had ever been through, even going through a divorce, um, I would say was number two, but, and nobody at the time, I wasn't able to find anybody that really understood what I was going through and, or there was one therapist that they recommended, but you know, a therapist legally is not able to tell you their story. Some of them do, but they're really not supposed to. They're supposed to keep very strict boundaries. And for me, if you're not able to relate to me, 
I find it very difficult to be healed in that process. So for me, it was kind of the light bulb moment of realizing I am going through this path and this journey and seeing this experience in order to support and serve other women that are going through this difficult time. So here we are. Great. Actually, I'm going to add something to my audience. Uh, Elizabeth King is my accountability partner. (laughs) Is whatever we're doing, creating course or doing everything with our website and everything on our fertility coach path. And I'm so happy to have her because she's very inspiring and she's very accountable. I'm 100% sure that your client's going to be happy as well because you are very good and trustable person to go to. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I feel like in anything you go through, it's just helpful to have that accountability and somebody to, to, to call on and say, hey, how did you do this? Or how's this going for you? Or, you know, in any path that you walk in life and um, somebody that you can really just, you know, ping at any time and, and say that. And that was another thing I realized with therapy versus coaching is you saw them, you know, at Tuesday at 9am for 50 minutes, and then that was it for the rest of the week. And I really, depending on what package you have, we spend a lot of time with my clients. So we have, you know, one hour a week set. And between that one hour a week, we touch base every day, probably multiple times a day. And depending on what cycle of your journey you're in, depends on how much support you need. Sometimes you don't really need a lot of support. And then other times you are a hot mess and you need somebody to talk to five times a day. And I understand that because I've been there. And so that's really my, my passion is to be that support when you really need it. Not when you're, you know, every Tuesday at nine, sometimes you feel like it and sometimes you don't. Mm -hmm. So that was the differentiating factor for me too. Actually, I don't have too much experience about the therapy, like a fertility um, Uh side of it. We had one consultation before IVF, mm-hmm. very fast, like less than 30 minutes with a trap therapist. Uh-huh. And I was really confused. And that time I said, what I'm doing, is it the right thing or not? You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I felt very lost with the therapy because as you yeah. said, yes, it's not enough. You need a very good emotional support. And as, you, as I'm saying, when you have somebody accountable beside you and walk through you, all the steps with you, it's going to be very heartwarming. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know about you, but when I was going through it, there were so many different um, medical terms and things to learn. And it was just, you're already an emotional, in an emotional state, right? Because you're there. So obviously something's not going as you would like it to go. Um, and then you're expected to learn all these things and process all this stuff and, and understand what it means to your life in those, that 15 minutes that you see the doctor. Um, and so what I do with my clients now is we talk about what their upcoming appointment is going to be, if they have any questions about that, how they're feeling about that, how to process that. And then after talk to them about how it went, because as you know, it's 
really high highs and really low lows. There's a lot of tests that you get back every time and that changes daily, right? Because yeah. at some points you are getting blood drawn every day. And, you know, so it's a really emotional process and a very scientific process at the same time. So your doctor should be there to answer all of those really difficult scientific things, but I'm really there to help you process what he is saying after the fact and kind of get your head around, okay, what do we do next? And what does that look like? And, you know, to your point, some offices require therapy to, to meet with a therapist before IVF or egg donation, and some don't, um, which is, you know, surprising as well, because how are you, are you going to tell your kids that they were IVF or egg donor or whatever it may be, or are you not? And how are you going to explain that to them? And there's a lot of things to digest before you make those decisions going into it, no matter how much you want to have a child. So uh, how old were you when you decided for the last one? The last one? So this is a funny joke. I, <laughs> I thought that I was 42 and my husband told me that I was 43. <laughs> <laughs> I was been writing down at the doctor's office that I was 42 and I was actually 43, about to be 44. Um, so maybe that was what helped me in some way to conceive because in my head I was a year younger than I thought I was. But yeah, I ended up having my first baby at 40 or just under 41 actually. And my last one, I just turned, um, I had just about to turn 44. So I was 43 when I had my last. So you have uh, three kids right now and all of them naturally conceived. Yeah. Three babies under three. I love all that. Mm -hmm. that so inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, I did have two miscarriages along the way, um, which is common for someone our, my age. Um, and, you know, I talk to a lot of people out there that say, I've had a miscarriage, I'm going to wait, or we just had our first round of IVF fail, we're going to take a break. Great, 100% take a break if that's what you need mentally and or physically, because it's very difficult on your body. Because of my age, I didn't feel like I had the option to take a break. So I was very much, you know, we have to do this now. We have to do this now. Um, I had gone down the road of IVF to the point of picking, having my medication ready at the pharmacy to pick it up and got all my levels back that day. And I was told that I was already pregnant, which was uh, a miracle to me. Um, yeah. And... Same thing with a failed IUI for my last, and then the next cycle um, ended up conceiving. So, you know, in between then, I had a lot of complications with the miscarriage, um, leftover tissue, and things like that. So it definitely was not an easy journey. I, I will say, knock on wood, that I got very blessed and lucky in the path that I went down. Um, but there was a lot of heartache along the way as well. So, so what are your three tips help you with a successful pregnancy or what can you recommend people who's gonna uh, try for conceiving? So I feel like it depends on where you're at, how old you are, you know, your level of fitness and all of that sort of thing. But assuming that you're a 
a somewhat healthy person and have no underlying health issues, which is why I go with the holistic approach is because I really do look at, do you have any underlying problems? I had gut issues. And so I had severe gut issues for a long time. And I, if something else isn't working in your body, it's going to be really difficult for it to function in another way, especially conceiving because it takes up so much energy as does the visceral area of your abdomen where your stomach is. So if there's all your energy going to that area, it's going to be very, very difficult for your body to say, okay, I need to be doing something else in this area as well. So that's when I would say you need to consult a GI doctor, anybody else as well, to make sure that your whole picture of your body is healthy and not, don't just say, oh, well, I have some constipation or I have some diarrhea or whatever, because that's a sign that something isn't working well in your body and you need to get that looked at before. So I went through, a, I think, two years before I ended up conceiving, really getting my body into, into check with my gut problems. Um, I all of a sudden started having really heavy periods and I knew that that wasn't normal. Um, so I, of course, went to the OB and had them check that out and it, I had a fibroid. And they said, oh, it's not, not a problem. It's very small. Um, and I said, no, I'm pretty sure it's a problem because my periods are different than they've ever been. Um, so I took it upon myself to go to the fertility doctor and just say, hey, can you do an ultrasound for me? This, my OB says it's no big deal. I feel like something isn't right. And he said, you're absolutely right. It is a big deal. It's right in the lining where you would need to be implanting. So it's not, you're not going to get pregnant. Um, so he recommended a, um, a surgeon who specializes in gynecological cancer patients, knowing that I someday wanted to use my uterus. And at that point I was 39. I was just about to turn 40. Um, and so I had that surgery. And as soon as they had said, okay, here's the green light because of your age, you better start trying now. I got pregnant right away. Had I listened to my OB, I could have been on a long path of not conceiving because of the placement of this very small fibroid that was causing a problem. I love that. Yeah. So that's another thing that I always say is in your, my tip for people is be your own advocate, get everything in line, get every, get the framework of where you're even starting at. You know, if you're at that point, if you're at a point of you've been trying for a long time, I would say, you know, make sure that your, your exercise, your sleep, your supplements. Um, I did acupuncture with my last one. I hadn't done it with the other two. I do think that that helped with my egg quality. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of different research on whether you really can improve your eggs. We all know, and I was told this from the beginning, you know, your 25 year old eggs are 25 year old eggs, your 30 year old eggs are 30 year old eggs, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, when I was 42, 43, looking to have a baby and had two already that had miscarried, you know, I was concerned about that because I didn't want to get pregnant only to lose it again. Um, and of course, there's only so much you can do. And a lot of times at our age, doctors are very quick now to say, just go to an egg donor. Easy, well, easy way. 
Yeah, it's and because it actually is so easy now. It didn't used to be as easy as it is now. And it's so successful that for the doctors to get those great success rates, they want people to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's an amazing option for people that there are so many ways to have a baby now. And that's so awesome. I had already had two healthy babies. So I felt for me, that was not a good option. I wanted my kids to have their third sibling as their full, you know, my eggs and my husband's sperm. Um, So when I had that last doctor tell me that I kind of, it didn't feel right to me to, to do that. Um, And that's another tip that I would say is definitely interview doctors. You are going to spend a lot of time and a lot of money with these people. And it's not only the doctor, but their staff, the, the people that take your blood, the front desk people, the nurses, really get a good vibe from everybody who's in that office because they are going to be your support network um, during those, you know, hopefully 12 weeks that you're with them after you conceive. So really find that. You refer to two different and very important things here. First of all, you said you have to listen to your heart because mm-hmm. you found, found out about your problem, gut issues, yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, you asked them to check up your fibroids and your other problems. And that was me as well, because I had to go to acupuncture. Everything with the OB, everything was all right. Uh And they told me, you have a fibro, but it's not on the way of your pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So, But in my heart, I knew something is not right. I had to go to acupuncture and I had to see that uh, underlying issue. I actually changed three acupuncture and the last one the last one really diagnosed everything Uh, he was really careful and uh, yeah I changed it I changed it because uh, I didn't do it with my fertility specialist probably Mm -hmm. um, I regret why I didn't that do that I did one round of IVF two years of medical uh, medicine and mm-hmm. a lot of like IUI and you know a cycle you know the cycle yeah yeah but I was not happy with the specialist it's mm-hmm. not that she was not good I'm not mm-hmm. saying that because lots of people got a good result but it was not in my heart yeah another friend had the same issue with her specialist she changed her specialist totally and her work totally changed and she got pregnant with yeah, IVF yeah. So it's not, to me, there are two important things. Getting pregnant uh, needs a good support, mm-hmm. positive environment. The specialist should be very positive. They shouldn't just tell you about the easy way. I'm not yeah. saying donor egg is not bad or good. Of course. That should be in your heart. If you're right. not, not into it, you shouldn't do it. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yes. And the second one, is uh i forgot (laughs) listen to your heart i told you yes listen to your heart if you feel that you have something there that is not diagnosed is not your reproductive functions that is not working maybe there is a liver problem 
right something else that you haven't diagnosed like um, recently i had some issues i went to doctors and it's covid 19 you know and mm-hmm. I cannot go and do the whole checkup is is not really easy but i've done blood tests i've done uh, ultrasound everything was all right uh-huh. in uh, on the you know um, bottom of my heart i knew there is something wrong yeah and then i went to acupuncture the same one that i had um, a good experience with him and uh-huh. after four uh, visits i was all right again okay. I, yeah i get back to normal that's what i'm yeah. saying you shouldn't just ignore what they say oh your yeah. diagnosis is this if your heart's saying something else you have to go for it because yeah. you are responsible about yourself not other people yeah, yeah. you are the they one to have the baby or doesn't matter who is the expert or what they think about you and i'm not saying they are bad or good if it's not in your heart don't follow them yeah, you have to be your own advocate and listen to your own intuition. And I think that that's so important because one doctor that is great for me is not great for you. Yes. And um, that doesn't, like you said, it doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means our personalities, you know, don't match. And there's so many amazing doctors out there right now. And you want, to your point, somebody who's positive, but also who's realistic because, you know, yeah. I hear all the time that people are doing you know, IUI rounds when, you know, maybe they shouldn't be that maybe they should go straight to IVF because their chances are greater given what their situation is. So I think it's really hard to make sure that you, you know, weigh all your options. And that's why I feel like a coach is really important because they are able to walk you through that to give you the right questions to ask for your doctor when you may not know that. I've sat in several different doctor's offices and on Zoom calls with clients with their doctors to help them ask the questions in order to get them to the answer that's right for them and their family. Because believe it or not, doctor, a lot of the doctors have their own agenda. You know, yes. they, they, you've seen the offices, they're busy. They have weights and they are busy and you know, it's not like you walk in and it's an empty office. I mean, it's full. Everybody is trying to do this. And so they just want to get the best results so they can have online, you know, Dr. XYZ gets people <laughs> pregnant, in, you know, 97% of the time and healthy eggs and all these things. Maybe so, but maybe not. Nobody can guarantee you a healthy egg. Nobody can guarantee you to get pregnant. It really depends on whether your body is ready to receive yes. that at that time. So yes. I think that's the, the kind of hard emotional part of it because you want to believe what these people are telling you. And I think that's what's been hard for me to see this community now is there are so many people out there saying, I'll help you get pregnant with a healthy egg, even if you're 50 years old. Well, I don't know. I mean, my, my heart and my liver and my kidneys are 44 years old. There's nothing you can do or a magic pill to do to take to make that change, you know, as much as we want to say, take all these supplements, eat all the spirulina or, you know, whatever. It's not necessarily a guarantee that it it will fix that. You need to listen to your intuition. And uh, you actually refer to a good point. There is a distinction between therapy and coaching. Coaching actually explain your own way 
you are the master of your body. So the coaching doesn't tell you do this, do that. It just Mm -hmm. tell you what you want. So you can discover yourself by talking to a coach. But if you go to the therapy, they have agenda, as you said, and they they tell you, oh, do this, do that, do that. And they they don't feel responsible about, I don't know, let's let's say, I I don't want to be biased, sorry. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, some people may be uh, good good to go with the therapy. I don't know, I don't want to, Say because it's uh, therapy has, serves its purpose. Yeah, for everybody them. should listen sure. to their hearts. Yeah. Maybe yes. coaching for some people is not a good option too. But often, yeah, that's, that's up to them. <laughs> yeah, I know for me too. I I think oftentimes when you're in a situation that's difficult, it's hard to find your own tuition, and it's hard to listen to your own gut because you're so filled with emotion. Exactly, you need you a third person. See. Exactly. Yeah, you can't see the forest from the trees, you know, and a coach helps you to line out everything and say, this is what your doctor is telling you. This is what that's going to mean for you. How are you going to feel about that after? How is that going to feel for you and your husband or your, your significant other inside after you go down this path? You know, and that's kind of where the difference is. It's helping pull out your own intuition, your own stuff that when you're going through something difficult is hard to access on your own. You need that additional coaching exactly. to get you to that point. Because you know something deeply in your heart. But right. because you are very busy and yeah. you are very distressed going through this process, mm-hmm. then you cannot decide what to do. That's right. why you need somebody as a third party. So yeah. uh what is your pro, pro, pro program? What is your program? What as you far as what programs or what packages do I offer? Mm-hmm. Or okay, and back to my program. So another big part that I want to mention is finding the joy in the situation because so much is you know waking up every morning, taking your temperature tracking your ovulation, all of the things. And it's, you get so consumed with the day-to-day process of, you know, the, the weight of, I want to have a baby. How do I have this baby praying for this baby, et cetera, et cetera. And I want to help people find the joy and the positivity within that stressful situation. Is it stressful? Absolutely. But you can still live your life. You can still have fun. You can still find the good things. You can still have joy. And I feel like that is really kind of the bottom line of what I want my clients to walk away from is feeling educated about the situation that they're going through, tapping into their own intuition that is there, but it's masked by the white noise of all the, the tests and the appointments and the money, finances and everything. And then finding the joy and the relationship between you and your spouse and not losing that in the chaos of fertility and trying to have that baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so I offer lots of different options for packages. Um, we do one-on-one coaching. We do a three, three package session and then a six package session that includes um, Voxer support in between. So that's, you know, if you're going through a difficult time, you have access to me basically 14, 15 hours a day. 
um, and we work through things together. So if we need to jump on a quick call, if you're having one of those days that I say, you know, if you're going to look at me the wrong way, I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, it's, I can walk you through things during those times that you need that extra support. And then we're also doing our Keep Calm and Fertility On course that is starting on Monday. And that will be building a community around, again, walking through those steps of how you process through everything in this fertility journey. So when you see online that friends or not even friends, but people are putting on, you know, birth announcements online or cute baby clothes that you see, how do you, how do you not let that just crush you? I remember for me, it was like, I really wanted to sincerely be happy for my friend, but I was so sad. Oh, it's difficult. You know, yeah. Yeah, I was so sad and it took me a while to figure out how do I reframe this so that I can't, because I am sincerely happy for them, but I really wanted it for me. And so I work, we work on tools so that I can help them work through those processes so that they don't have to feel that heaviness while they're going through the process. And at the same time, building that community of other people that understand you and are live in front of you instead of the you know, Facebook groups or Instagram people that kind of are not necessarily real to you because you're not having that weekly conversation with them. And then you can build that relationship through the process of where you're at and really having other people understand, you know, at the same time of what you're going through. I love that. And this is yeah. really positive that they have you and they can refer to your course. Thank and you. I have your link there um, so they can refer to you whenever they want, especially because you have the same experience that they have. Yeah, I think that that's, again, for me, that was always key in any sort of therapy I was going through or coaching. I wanted to know that they understood that nobody's story is going to be exactly the same, right? Everybody has some variation. We're all unique. But to know, oh, you, you do understand, you know what that's like, you've been waiting for those tests, you've had the two week wait after, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, I think that that's a huge importance in knowing that not only have I gone through it, but the people that you will be walking hand in hand will, are also going through it. And then to have the hope, the six, you know, the hope of knowing that it can happen for you and there's lots of different paths to get that, get there now. And, you know, we'll just figure out which path is right for you. Okay. Yes, Elizabeth, I'm so happy to have you here. And I'm, uh, I'm 100% sure my audience love you so much too. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and thank you for our interview. I wish you luck and lots of joy in your life. Too. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry so about our interruption. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>